What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? You are tuned in to the Arrowhead Chief Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dow. Thank you for tuning in. Whether you're in the car or working out at your job, I want to take the time to appreciate you taking your time out to listen to me talk about our Kansas City Chiefs. I got my co-host with me, DJ and March. What's happening, Mark? Hey, what's happening? It's the offseason. It's the most... Wonderful time of the year outside the Super Bowl because now you get to see a lot of action as far as who getting traded, who coming and going. Let's get it cracking. There's so much to talk about. Yeah, man. And we're going to go ahead and get right into that thing. Tyreek Hill gets traded to the Miami Dolphins for a a first-round pick, a second-round pick, uh, a fourth, um, next year, fourth, and a sixth. So we got five picks. Um, it increased the cap space to like twenty eight million, mm-hmm. some in some change or whatever. So we have the we have the top cap space in the league right now. <laughs> I would have never believed that. Right. <laughs> no way. Now, let's get into the the trade, the initial trade. Now I'm gonna give you play by play. I was laying on my couch. I get the Twitter. I'm thinking, okay, I see Tyreek Hill. I'm thinking, okay, they didn't got the... Oh, wait, Tyreek Hill getting traded. And your initial <laughs> reaction is, what the... What, what, what's going on here? When this happened? We trading Tyreek Hill. And that's the that's, that's first initial. I was in the state of shock. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was in the state of shock. But then when I calmed down, I said, okay, let's see what we get for. Because they was talking about Miami. They was talking about the Jets. I was excited if they get traded to the Jets. Ooh, we get that fourth round pick. Ooh, I mean, that four, number four first round pick. Or number 10. Oh, that number one. 10. Okay, maybe we can move up and get a pass rusher. But then they said the Miami Dolphins. And I'm like, mm, he might want to go to Miami. Because that's where he lives. Mm-hmm. Um, they still got some picks over there, though. They got a first round. And we can get, the, you know, we get some other picks. Because they said it was going to be a haul. It wasn't gonna be like the Devontae Adams where they just got a first and a second. Cause I thought the I thought uh Green Bay got robbed. I yeah. thought I thought they got swindled. Yeah. <laughs> they should have got way more for Devontae Adams. If if I'm trading Devontae Adams, uh, he, he you better give me a third and a six or something. But they was talking about a haul. So I'm like, okay, let me sit back. And then the haul came in. We got their uh their twenty ninth or the yeah, the twenty ninth yeah, pick. We got their uh, second round pick and their uh, fourth round pick this year, just pertaining to this year. I mean, let's put it in perspective. Um, The Chiefs have four picks, I believe, in the top 50 or 60 of of that draft, which is extremely good with someone who actually can draft. Just putting that in perspective, I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, we in good business. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and try to tell you, oh, well, this Tyreek hit, look. This does not make our team better. As, as it stands right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are not a better team for letting go Tyreek Hill. Not on the field. He, he, was, he was a difference maker. He's a, he's a difference maker wherever he goes. There's no, there is no player in the history of football like Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was, is something that we have never seen somebody in pads uh, with a football in his hand with Olympic-type speed. That can run, do the things that he do. The, the play that he made in Buffalo, 
Not a lot of players can do that. Going across the middle of the field, catch the ball in stride and take it to the house. Only Tyreek Hill and maybe one or two more receivers possibly can do that. Maybe a Jalen Waddle or a Jamar Chase are the only two other players possibly that can do that. But other than that, <laughs> ain't too many players. But here's the flip side of it. I do feel like, and I'm just speaking on the Kansas City Chiefs of last year. I do feel like at times, and I think it was, it's Andy Reid too and Patrick, at times they got too self-reliant on Tyreek Hill's speed. Uh-huh. They got too self-reliant on the big play. They uh-huh. got, they didn't cover all of the you know the, the landscape of the field. It was it was either Tyreek Hill get open deep, and hopefully we can get some balls to Travis Kelsey, or, or Travis Kelsey's getting doubled. So Reek, you got to do your thing. Uh-huh. And then. The one thing that did, the one thing that I would say Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey had that I think a lot of our other receivers was hard to adjust to <clears throat> is the the broken down plays. It's when Pat breaks the pocket and he's extended and he's extending, Tyreek and Travis just had that uncanny ability to understand where Pat, okay, he needs me to be here. Yep, that's He that needs thing. me to break off this route and go here. Backyard football yeah. with a sense of NFL IQ. And I think the Miko Harmons, the DeMarc, even sometimes DeMarcus understood it, but, you know, he couldn't run forward to save his life. Byron Pringle had a little bit of trouble. Like, <clears throat> it's hard to play with Pat to a certain extent because of the broken play. Even offensive linemen probably have a hard time playing with Patrick Mahomes because when the broken plays go off, you got to consistently be blocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I will say that's what... One thing, an element that we might be missing, but not so fast. We just signed Marquez Valadez-Scantling. And the one thing I would say, and he's a deep threat. No, is he Is he, Is he? he Tyreek Hill fast? No. But the kid is a deep threat. He can get past <laughs> defenders. I've seen it on various occasions when I watch the Packers game, yep. when I've seen highlights. I can argue that at times Aaron Rodgers – Mm-hmm. Would be gun shy. And he's so busy and amateur to look for Devontae Adams so much that he would miss Marquez Valdez Scantley when he's open. The the, the 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 NFC championship game when they played Tampa. Marquez Valdez Scantley was wide open. Mm-hmm. And he threw it to Devontae Adams in double coverage. That's very it's very Mahomish like in that situation because even so it's like even the way that the season even concluded what was it it was a throw it's like in double coverage to where Tyreek Hill nothing was there and the result of interception but you know that's just there's so many different dimensions as far as where this thing can go and there's so many questions that I have going into this I mean yes I feel like they've executed well as far as they're making the right moves and the right pieces and like like I said you can't replace a Tyreek Hill talent mm-hmm. but you can as far as they adjust schemes so I mean. You got, you got to throw in the factor as far as with the double team. Yes, people are going to be more so. People are already thinking right there. The light bulb is going, oh, that means you're going to have to double team Kelsey. So then when you double team Kelsey, does that take away the two safety high look? There's going to yeah. be a lot. Yeah. I don't think it's going to. I, I think for the sake because they're dealing with Patrick Mahomes and he is who he is. Yeah. I don't think they take away from that. 
but I think that's going to open up a lot of possibilities, especially now that you have a Juju Smith-Schuster in right. there, uh, Hardman. That you, you, mm-hmm. uh, we've seen we've seen this before, and I've seen this time and time again. When players are on a contract year, all of a sudden, this mm-hmm. is the real this is the big test. Can Hardman be that guy? that the Chiefs went out there to go get in case Hill disappeared or was out was like, you know, a couple of years ago. Right. Can he be that guy? Then you have the other factors and everything. I think Clyde Edwards Alaire, he needs to have a big year. Can he, he stay can he stay healthy? Can he stay um, you already spoke on uh about Valdez Scantling. There's a lot of things like that definitely like him, this vertical dimension. Yeah. Um I mean, it was a big blow for Rodgers, but hey, we'll take him. Yeah, I'm we'll not I'm him. not mad at that situation. And then now that you have an off season where you have <laughs> uh, um, our other other big receiver and everything with Josh Gordon having him be able to get time to get a get a, acclimated to the playbook. Right. What does that look like? Yeah. Corey yeah. Coleman, I recall him from the from the days when he was with the, uh, the Giants and the Browns. Browns. Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. There's a lot of question marks, but who knows? Is that that could be something that it could just be magic we don't even see yet. Yeah, and then, and then at the end, and then at the same time. This is a very, very heavy, heavy receiver draft. There is, mm-hmm. a, there is a lot of talent, not just in the first round, second, third round. Yeah, it's a long list of names. When you could, when you could come away with a couple of guys that could contribute to this team. Now I know Andy Reid typically doesn't allow like <clears throat> rookie receivers to start off, whatever, and that's fine. If we can, because um, I do think that they're not done. I wouldn't be surprised if they get one more guy in there, maybe a guy who could be the number one. Yeah. Look at, you know, I know people look at this sound, make think I'm sound crazy, but don't count out OBJ because, because, because you could, I mean, I think they're waiting for, I think a lot of teams are waiting to see his rehab. And if he re, if his rehab comes along, I could see in September, you signing an OBJ, putting him on the pup list. You know, sit stashing him and then have him ready for the stretch run. You know, yeah. Or you never know; it could be that one receiver. Yeah. The, the mentality, as far as how it goes in the off season, you know, you don't want injuries to happen, anything like that. But the next man up mentality—that's right. what I mean. OBJ happened to be in that situation where he was the next man up. When even with the Ram situation, that whole thing fell out. He stepped up. Unfortunately, he got hurt in the Super Bowl, but it kind of set the tone as far as how that game went. Yeah, he was he was balling out. Mm-hmm. He was balling. He started to catch on with the Rams play, but I think it took a little time. Yeah. He started understanding where he but, needed to be. But he made but he made it very clear that he that between him and the Browns that he was not the problem. <laughs> I think he made that and, and clear. We, and we all see approval. That. And we all see. And Cleveland obviously said that because. They went out and did what? They traded for Deshaun Watson. Even with all the trouble that Deshaun Watson is going through, they understood we need to go get a better quarterback. Because Baker Mayfield ain't it. He's just not. Mm-mm. He's not it. He needs everything to be perfect around him. Whereas in the Deshaun Watson on the field is top five. He is a top five quarterback. When he still was playing with the Texans, before all this mess happened, he was a top five quarter. You could argue he was top three. Mm-hmm. Right behind a Mahomes, Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers. However you want to shake it up. Deshaun Watson was a top talent. But <clears throat> as far as the Tyreek Hill, back to the Tyreek Hill thing. Mm-hmm. And with the picks and the money that we got now, the one thing I want to see the Chiefs do is, yes, you want to add some offensive pieces 
because you got it. You got now. Now Pat has got to learn how to spread the ball around. Yeah, he's got to he's got to make it more. Don't make it so two one two dimensional to where it's Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, or bus. <laughs> you know, it's got that. It's that team ball element yeah. that you see historically with the with the Brady's and the Mannings. That's mm-hmm. what made them so great. I mean, they it, it wasn't just. A, I mean, people always say is like, well, Tyreek Hill made them better. Well, no, this is Mahomes' chance to be able to prove that yeah. you know what I can contribute. I can make sure that I make the right reads yeah. and I can help like help help take the average receiver and then make them look great and so yeah. and so over beyond. Because we can talk about the yak yards, all that stuff beyond. I mean, that that requires the the arm of Mahomes to be able to do that. Right. But it starts with the right reads and the right, right personnel and to be able to do that. I think they're slowly getting there. I think we'll see it come to fruition when it's all said and done and the start of the season. I think they'll be ready to go. And the one thing I did like about Mahomes later in the season, once he started like being more patient, was he was hitting the, he was hitting receivers in the flat. He was hitting the running backs. Mm-hmm. He was he was passing into the running backs and then the running backs get him some yards. He he wasn't so enamored of throwing it deep and trying yeah. to get the big play. He started understanding, hey man, we trying to win. And, yep. and by any means necessary, I gotta be patient. I gotta make them come out of that too high safety shell mm-hmm. so I can pass it deep. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give it to Daryl Williams in the flat. I'm gonna give it to Gerald McKinnon. I'm gonna give it to Ceh, McCall Harmon, you know, coming across jet the sweeps boom, jet sweeps stuff. and all that stuff. We can do all that. That's when you start to see the interceptions start to come down a yeah. little bit more. They had that that, that uh, big old streak there, and also too, it's like and he had to, and this is all more so on the coaching staff rather than Mahomes, but the play calling is like as far as with that too. They got no no situation. They can't just be pass, 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 pass. I mean, you pretty much spoke to it right already as far as they've been being able to implement more of the run game. It's not their style, but it's the only way you're going to get out out of that two safety high because even if you go just watching the, the championship game. That's all they were doing. You can disguise run all they want to. They knew they were going to get into a pass situation. So all yeah. they were doing, dropping eight back. And and they did and, and the Chiefs did the chest. Now Mahomes and he played terrible in that second half. But I feel like Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy didn't put him in the best position to succeed. You see your quarterback struggling, what do you do? You take the pressure off him. You run the football a little bit. You get a couple chunk yards and, and it's just I don't know. It, that that second half will always be the biggest mystery to me. I think the I think the bitter part about it is, especially now, uh, Tyreek being traded and stuff like that, and all that going down, is that the last catch that Tyreek Hill had was that catch in the just prior to the second half. Right. That that's that's a sad way to go out for me. But on the flip side, I mean. Tyreek Hill, I mean, he got his money. He's like he rightfully earned it. He he paid his dues. The the stats, the stat line, all that show for him. He and he got a ring out of it. So we yeah. definitely applaud him. We thank him for his services and everything. Make sure you keep that uh, uh keep that Chiefs uh pendant keep keep it close to you. Uh, just remember, just remember where you got that ring from. Right. And and we celebrate you, big dog. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. We definitely appreciate everything Tyreek Hill, bro. especially from the adversity that he came from. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he wasn't supposed to be in the league <laughs> with the trouble that he had coming down the pipeline. And John Dorsey, for, you know, however you feel about John Dorsey, he took a chance. And he didn't have to take a chance from Tyreek Hill. And at the end of the day, it benefited the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh-huh. It really did. We got a ring out of it. Now, yep. do we wish we would have got another one? Yeah. But it's so hard <laughs> to play full. It, it's hard to get to the Super Bowl 
anyway. So to get to two of them and to play in four straight AFC championship games, man, that was a success to me because coming from where we come from as Chiefs fans, we've never experienced being the best team in the league and having the best quarterback, having one of the best wide receivers, having the, you know, we've been there to have the best tight end because Tony was the best tight end in his time, but we've never had it all together. Mm-hmm. We've never had a team where we, every year we're like, we're going to the Super Bowl. You know, even in the Alex Smith days, we, yeah, we make it to the playoffs, but we knew we hit, we see a, a New England or the Baltimore Ravens or whatever, we're probably going to lose this game. Pittsburgh Steelers, we're probably going to lose this game. You know, you know, we, yeah, you want to, you cheer the team on, but the chances were slim, you know, because we didn't have that guy at quarterback and we didn't have, yeah, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey was there, but still. Even so, it's so funny because we always uh, went on, we always talked about the running backs, I would say, in, like in the recent past, I would say, so to speak, say before, I'm going to say, eh, maybe 2017 and back and everything. We always talked about the Priest Holmes. We always talked about even with Jamal, uh, Jamal Charles, um, Larry, Johnson. Larry Johnson. We always talked about the running backs, but the we never, Hunt. yeah, <laughs> well. Yeah, that's a whole other story there. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's nice to be able to see. It's not even that nice just to see it, be able to say it was, it was nice to say it before what it was because guess what? The was is still going on because they still got all those pieces. The window, I mean, people have questions. The window closed, the window open. The window's still open. It's, it's still it's, wide open. It's a new era. It's just a new era in the Patrick Mahomes era. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 we're going to see, you know, how Pat adjusts. He's going to have to adjust to having new weapons. The MVS, Juju Smith-Schuster, those guys, and and then Tyree, I mean Tyree, but Miko and uh, Travis, they're still there. You know, they have rapport with with Patrick Mahomes, you know. Now it's time for these new guys that we're going to, that we got to step it up and make an impact, man. And and like I said, the one other part of this is I want to see the, I want to see the Chiefs take those pieces and expand on their defense. We got to get better on defense, man. We can't be so Patrick Mahomes dependent. You know, it's nothing wrong. I get it. He, 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 This is a quarterback league, and you want your quarterback to be the one to, to take you down the field and win the game. Yeah. And and you, you got to have that. But this is a team sport, and to keep him out of those type of situations all the time, you want to have a viable defense. Look, I'm not sitting here asking you, for the 2000 Ravens or the 85 Bears, but I want a defense that can go out there and make some plays. Be be in the top 10 in sacks and pressures. Mm-hmm. Be in the top 10 in takeaways, you know? Not, you know what I'm saying, 20 and 30th and you know, in stats and looking bad. Chris Jones, he got to step it up. Yep, he's- Frank Clark, we brought you back. We restructured your deal. You initially you're playing to get paid again. Yeah, that was part of the argument that some people were uh, making too, as far as that uh, can this Chiefs uh, can this Chiefs team hold together and everything. It didn't matter about the defense at the time because look, when you had a core of at the when you had a core of Kelsey Hill and Mahomes, they can get. When you're talking about the elite teams and everything in this league today, you had a score somewhere around 28 or more. And point then when they, especially when they had Sammy, mm-hmm. add Sammy to that mix. That team was just different. Uh-huh. That team was just different, man. 
Sammy came in and he he and and uh, I, I'm hoping that Juju can, can provide that that element of you know getting open in one on one coverage. Now is the difference is when we signed Juju, we was thinking okay, Juju Tyreek. And Kelsey was going to be the guys, we were but thinking Juju was a two. Yeah, he <laughs> was going to we be he was going to be the Sammy role, you know. But now <laughs> he and, moves up, and who knows? It might change. We don't we don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, we always seen Scantling as a two. I mean, mm-hmm. that's my that's in my opinion. Yeah, I thought Juju was a two. I mean, yeah. and that goes back to even his rookie year because uh, that was when uh, Brown was still there. So, but who knows? I mean, that that role could change. I mean, it could be an assumption that Juju's the one, Schuster's the uh, Juju's the one, and then you have Valdez Scanlon's the two. Or it could be reversed. Who knows? Yeah. Because it, the bo- the bottom line is is that you still have to validate for the Kelsey factor. That's what makes the situation unique. And you really can't say that for the players like the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers at the time and everything because it was mainly the receivers. You really didn't hear them talking much about the tight ends. They were they they were still within within the system, and you would hear their names from time to time, but not as consistent as you would in an Andy Reid ran offense. Especially with Travis, yeah, Travis Kelsey is a difference maker. He's a, he's a, he's a needle. He's the he will go down in history as probably, if not the best, one of the best tight ends that yeah. ever played. His run, as far as his yards and catches and all that stuff, is unprecedented. You know what I'm saying? Even over Tony, and I get it. Tony didn't get to play with the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, his best quarterback probably was Trent Green. Mm-hmm. You know, but still. What Travis is doing, and, and you could just tell he's out there playing. The game is so slow for him. It's like <laughs> he just goes out there, picks his own, gets open. And he's, he doesn't even look like the fastest guy out there. But he goes out there, and he'll shake a defender. and He's, he's so um, essential to this offense. Yep. And his IQ is like in, in mm. that just comes to show. Even his, the, uh, that uh, game against the Buffalo Bills in the playoff game, for him to have the – the mindset to like to implement the change of the play and to see it's like that's just I mean they always put it on the responsibility of the quarterback to receive the, to read the defense and to go and to be able to see that but for a player like tight and you have to appreciate that whether you're a tight end or receivers there's just a unique um, I guess as far as chemistry and being able to that you have to have when yeah. it comes to with your quarterback and what you see in order that to to be executed because if he doesn't make that judgment call. The Chiefs ain't in that championship game no, yeah, at we all. Lost. We lose. We lose. If, 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 for him to see, hey, man, if they they going to play that outside, man, that the, the seam is open, man. I'm just going to run up the seam. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right. And then when Pat saw it, he was like, do it, Kelsey. Do it. That rapport is still there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The, the, let's take it back to the first, the Super Bowl run, the mm-hmm. Texans game. Mm-hmm. Their chemistry in that game is what, you know, won us that game. Mm-hmm. Him and Travis' connection was crazy. They was <laughs> once the one, once we started rolling and the momentum swung, that was all Travis and um and, and Pat, and, and I believe that that's still that's still there. Mm-hmm. That is still there. So I'm I'm uh, I'm not gonna be over here panicking. No, there's no it's need to. March. Their draft is next month. I, I want to go. Hopefully, we can I can go down there and see us pick our draft picks. Because it's out here in Vegas, baby. But even so, it was like we were talking about this about the draft even prior to, and, and you know everybody's hitting the panic button. and Everything I said, it's like the history with the drafts and everything. People can say it's like well by position and all that stuff, but historically, the Chiefs has always found a way to come out on top to where they've actually had one of their draft picks 
or or two to be able to be in a media impact. It may have been a little bit slower. It took a little bit longer, but somehow, I mean, I mean, think about it. I mean, I hate to throw the name out there, and you know, this dude ain't young or anything like that. So it took him a while to get going. But when it came to critical moments, he finally showed up. But it's a different role for him when you have that from these uh, these rookies and everything. Because we saw it, we saw it in Bolton, we saw it in Willie Gay. Um, it's like there's it's like the future looks bright. Even with Hardman, you saw a little spurts of it. You know, you start to he, see the maturity. When, when the playoffs came, Hardman was very instrumental in the playoffs. Yeah, he yeah. made he, he made one big critical mistake that came to mind that was two years ago yeah. when he fumbled the return. Yeah. But what happened was they went right back to him and he ended up making a big two big plays. One mm. that was I believe a jet sweep that led to a big game. Mm. And then right after that he got a touchdown. Right. But you know that's just simple things like allowing your allowing these young players to be able to mature. And you know, Harmon I'm and I'm hopeful that he used that experience, you know, to be able to teach that to, you know, the other players. That's just how it should be. To be able that's what being a veteran is about being able to implement and be able to do those different things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Veach and him doing, doing all these pieces and stuff like that, the pieces are out there. They had the draft picks. And even so, I'm going to throw this out there for everybody that was still hitting the panic button. The Chiefs, who are probably one of the best drafting teams in the NFL and definitely in the division, they have two picks. Right. The Chargers, one. The Raiders, zero. And the Broncos have zero. And then if you want to look at it from a conference point of view, thanks to the Dolphins you know, giving up their first-round pick, there's only 10 teams in the conference that have draft picks in the first round. Right. Which tells you that there can be a lot of damage to be done. And also, let's not forget about the trade factor. What does that look like? It doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to stick to 29-30. If they do, great. But there is the possibility to be able to move up. Package some picks and go up and get their guy. And anything, and anything could happen. You know, people do some of the weirdest stuff during drafts. Things we didn't, we we would not expect. So it could be a, it could be a simple trade of is that position players or picks or people. It, 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 like I said, we're way too early to be going in panic mode, saying, "Oh, they're going to finish fourth. And regard, regardless of what you think and everything, oh, they did this, no, do they do that? Take a look at your roster, the, the roster the Chiefs have currently. And the picks that they have, factor all that in and some of the possibilities that still can happen. Because right. right now we're in the second tier when it comes to free agency, and there's still some number one talent in there. Yeah. In yeah. the yeah. in the second tier. Like we're in the second tier of it right now. You could pick up a Jarvis Landry. I mean, Landry's still out there, Gilmore still out there. I mean, you got Wagner, I don't expect him to come out the out, out to the Chiefs team. But it's it comes to show that there's still talent out there. It's a, I would say this for the and it's like this is definitely the most Interesting offseason, I'll say, as far as from the free agency, free agency perspective that I've seen in a while, if not, period. Right, right, it's right, right, right. Very interesting. There's still, there's still so much to be had. And then, and then, don't count out them making a the trade for somebody else, man. Yeah. There, there, there's some, there's that fact. They got the picks to go, they got the capital to go get some guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And whether it be a defensive end on somebody's team, um, that they that is cap strapped. Or you know whatever you know that there, there's time. That's that's yeah. the thing. We now when it comes to when it's August and we in uh, training camp, and y'all and, and the roster still looking like well, no. Then y'all you know you want to hit the panic button. Then okay, that's fine. The only thing I want to be panicking about around that time when they come to spring camp, more than a spring camp, I'm tripping. Um, right before they get into the uh, camp, it's like for training camp. 
the only thing you want them to do that you hope and pray for is that there's no injuries. Right. That's the biggest factor. I mean, right. By then, you already have pretty much what you're going to do. Some of the stuff. You might see that ridiculous big splash somewhere in there where somebody lets somebody go and then they pick them up. That yeah. usually does happen. All but like the time. I said, all the we time. are always out. There's, there's always somebody that gets released that comes out of nowhere and, and you're like, whoa, I didn't see that dude getting released, whether it be a corner, a defensive end, mm-hmm. uh, the receiver, you know, whatever. You know, we'll see. We will see what um, what the Chiefs are going to do. There's still time, y'all. Plenty yeah, of time. Still time. Stop hitting the panic button. Don't Relax. panic. Go, go watch something else. Go, I don't care what y'all do. I mean, Deprogram go. yourselves, man. You get, you get, you get too jacked. You get too plugged into the Kansas City Chiefs. They'll drive you crazy. And, and stop burning your jerseys, too. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that was That's, stupid. Why are y'all burning Tyreek Hill? What did Tyreek Hill do to y'all? That dude, that dude is a contribution. That dude is, got a Super Bowl ring. It's like, dude, I mean, I don't care. It's like, even if you just bought it this year or whatever. Frame it. Put it in a frame. Whatever. Frame it. If you if you if you don't want the memory or don't care for the memory or whatever, throw it in the back of your closet, I, I, or 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 give it to somebody who do care. I don't whatever. Give it, give it away for charity. I don't care, but still, y'all burning jerseys, I mean, calling Tyreek Hill a traitor. He don't owe y'all nothing. Let, let, let's be clear, and and that goes for any NFL player. They don't owe you anything. They go out there and play football because they love to play football. And plus, add on to the fact that they make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. This game, the game of football, is a short game. the the life The lifespan of a football player is maybe three to four. The average football player is three to four years, and then bam, it's over. Mm-hmm. So they got to get the most out of this they can, because once it's over, it's over. And Tyreek here. Kudos to him. He paid his dues. He paid his dues, and he is the highest paid, on paper, he is the highest paid wide receiver in the league, and he deserves it. Which he was, yeah, he absolutely earned it. Yes, is it unfortunate that the Kansas City Chiefs couldn't do that? No, I mean, yes, it it was unfortunate. But kudos to him that he got the money somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I I hope that his, his career continues to flourish other than going against the Kansas City Chiefs, I hope he flourishes. Yep. I hope he still is very successful out there in Miami. I hope he's happy. I hope he, you know, his kids are taken care of for the rest of their lives, and they, his kids, their kids, kids, whatever. Tyreek Hill should not be looked at as some type of traitor or whatever. Players come and go. Teams do this. What what happens when a team cuts a player? They do it all the time. They use up a player, boom, and then they cut him out of the blue. So there's no loyalty into this game, man. The only thing they, only thing these players are loyal to are their family. Yep. And and their brothers' teammates. They're still loyal to them because they're still brothers. Yep. I'm pretty for sure Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, all of them are gonna still talk on the phone. They're still gonna climb, you know, hang out when they, you know, in the off season or whatever. So the, the, the this traitor talk and all that they, they you trying to discredit Ty, Tyreek Hill and call oh he's on the decline and he did that no look the man chose what he chose and that's his God given right and even so let's let's put some perspective in that to to get this contract that he earned that he has rightfully earned remember years ago 
when he was making Pro Bowls, he was just a punt returner or return specialist. Right. Hence, Jalen Ramsey. Right. I'm going to quote that. <laughs> but when it was all said and done, he was a punt returner, kick returner, and receiver. It, it wasn't in the most traditional fashions, no. but it was one that just electrified and took – and NFL entertainment to the next level. Right. And it and they created a combination between I mean, I don't know if there's anything I mean some a couple of players uh quoted this too. There's there's no there is no combination like a Mahomes and uh Tyreek Hill. Right. There's not there, you cannot throw many names out there. I mean people say yes you can say there's different combinations as far as that you can, you can people are forever gonna say I, I believe they're gonna say Devontae Adams and Rogers and all this stuff. But the explosiveness Yeah the box office the get your popcorn. Casual fan who saw those two together in, in 18, 2019, and a little bit of 2020. <clears throat> you could you could argue they were the one of the best, most explosive combination. They were the they were a match made in heaven. Patrick Mahomes arm and that speed, you couldn't you couldn't I remember Patrick's first year starting in the preseason. We played the Atlanta Falcons. And Tyreek Hill ran past three guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes threw it. I think it had to be like 50 to 60 yards. Yep. Right down to him. Boop. Right in the bread basket. And from that point on, I knew, oh, man, this is about to be crazy this year. And it was. It was one of the best offensive statistical years in league history. The yep. game against the, the Rams will probably go down as one of the greatest games ever in the regular season. That, I mean that, that that this whole this whole era the era that they had that was gold jacket material. Yeah. I mean the deep passes and everything you say you you can talk about. It. It's like you was talking about the preseason one. Okay, nobody gonna forget about the play that he made in Houston where he was in the middle of the field and he had a fight to get those last couple of yards. And you're not gonna forget about what he did to Tampa Tampa twice twice huh. in the same game. Yeah, yeah. They didn't win that year, but hey, it was another highlight. It was just no. It was just, you just knew that the highlight reel was coming every single time those two he, touched the field together. When he did the Carlton Davis that first game against Tampa Bay, he should have been locked up. Like yeah, that was just, that was just, that was about right. I don't know what Todd Bowles was thinking of that. Put Carlton Davis in that situation, single high coverage on, <laughs> single coverage on. I think that was just, I'm convinced he wasn't showing all his cards because that was a completely. I mean, granted, yeah, you know, yeah. the biggest factor everybody's talking about was the defense, and also you have to consider it was a depleted offensive line. Oh, too. I was really down the practice squad, guys. exactly because <laughs> the final the final uh, straw was when uh, Fisher had gotten hurt in that yeah. championship game. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, they're gonna be in trouble. I'm like, I'm trying to be optimistic, right? But it's not going to look good. Yeah, that defensive line. But Mahomes was still throwing unrealistic passes. Yeah, I know. Still uh, didn't dude, make any sense. Dudes was driving passes, man. You're not supposed to be parallel to the ground, and you're still making a throw. Yeah. I, I didn't understand that and at Darryl all. And Darrell Williams dropped it. If he had caught that pass, that would have been amazing. And one of them hit dude. I think, I'm not sure if it was Pringle who it was, hit him right in the face mask. And I'm like, ugh. But the Tyreek Hill dropped it. Yeah, that was that, – that, Mahomes was out there putting it out there on the field, man. He he was making some crazy, and you could even hear it on Tampa Bay sideline. They was like, "Look at fifteen! Oh my yep. god! Look at these passes! <laughs> he, how did he get that off? Oh my exactly. god!" <laughs> so they know, man. And, and, and hey, did you see uh that quote from Keenan Allen? What did I miss on that one? What did he say? So when they show, you know how they show the picture, old Tyreek Hill gets traded to Miami Dolphins. Yeah, they show him whatever. 
in the comment section, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's gonna say, "No, this is gonna expose some people." Hmm. So who was he talking about? Was he talking about it's gonna expose Patrick Mahomes? Um, or is, it, is it gonna expose Tyreek Hill? Was it gonna expose both? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you. Uh, I think more so. I think he was more so talking about Mahomes because that was was that people see Tyreek Hill. People are seeing Tyree Hill as being Mahomes' scapegoat, but not realizing that they, they still had Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey was still torching. Kelsey was the one that torched them, I think, mm-hmm. in the end of that game, oh, if, yeah. I go, if my memory serves me correct. But I think, I mean, it could be in that regards. Um, people are arguably talking about from Tyree Hill as far as like the quarterback point of view because everybody's talking about we went from Mahomes, now he's going to Tua, but, yeah. you know, a different change in the systems and all that stuff. It can be, but you know, a system cannot, it, it's going to look different. I mean, just like we always say that this is where the defensive coordinators get paid during the offense or, or, or during the off season to be able to see what kind of defensive adjustments they make. And I felt like with DCs, they made more adjustments for the sake of Mahomes than any other quarterback. Oh, of course. And it wasn't even close. Yeah, of course. But, you know, even with, um, Tyreek Hill, even on that side, I mean, make what you say, make what you want to out of that statement and stuff like that. But you know, you still got a whole another season about it. You say we'll see how he matures. I think, um, like I said, I think it was in the last the last session that I was actually on. Um, my biggest criticism really was just knowing how to fight for another down. I yeah. think that was that was probably my biggest criticism as far as my homes, like just to be able to learn how to fight for another down. And I think you'll learn. I mean, you still. <laughs> I mean, 26. I, I mean, I still don't think he's in his prime yet. He's 26. I, still, I mean, the first year we got the electricity. The second year he got hurt. Numbers went down a little bit. Third year the interception number was up. I think this was go, this was more of his learning year. But this year, I think you're really going to see what they made of because even so, it's kind of a uh, patriotic. Because remember, the 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 Patriot receiving core changed from. I was I want to say joking, say week, year to year. Sometimes it felt like it was week to week, unless unless Randy Moss was on the field. That was the only exception to that rule. Yeah, the best but, the best receiver combination Tom Brady had was when he had Randy Moss, Russ Welker, and uh, Rob Gronkowski in his prime. Mm-hmm. When Rob was just unstoppable, and, and Randy was just still unstoppable, and yeah, that season when they went almost twenty and zero, they they was unstoppable that season. But but still. Uh, Brady has found ways to do it with a Julian Edelman and, and you know, <coughs> guys like that. It's almost like one of those stories with um, with Brady as far as if you take the seven rings that he has, I think uh, you would have more of appreciation of the late, like I would say the from the fourth on compared to the first three because even so, if you look kind of like going back to the tape and everything, that Patriot, the Patriot defense was always on point whatsoever, yeah. but really it was about – the defense being able to help out Brady, but then Brady started to show his greatness later on. Later on, later on, yeah. Once, once they started getting weapons around him, that's when he uh, he was able to show what he could do. And with Mahomes, you know, there's going to be several questions. We already talked we already talked about their core and everything as far as people already have their expectations and things that they hope for out, out of the big players, out of the Juju Smith-Schuster. We talked about uh, Valdez Scantlings that being able to transfer over. What that look like for Josh Gordon? Will Nicole Hartman have that breakout year? Can Kelsey be the same Kelsey as he is? Which I, I think he can. But I think you're going to see something. I mean, you saw even saw splashes of it and everything um, – Throughout the season, for those that watch, you saw some splashes of Noah Gray and everything. It's like yeah. I think he had 
uh, at least one, if not Fortune, two. Fortune, Jones. Fortune had two. I know that for sure before like, he got hurt. Yeah, I, I'm, but, I'm excited to see what Fortune can do when he comes back too. Yeah, and then you know what the, the running game is like. Are, are they going to be willing to roll the dice and let the running game kind of take shape a little bit more? I think they lost a few more. I think if they sub- subtract some of those turnovers and all of their stuff and everything, they'll be just fine. They'll still be in the group. The, the, um, looking like they're looking to sign Rojo. Um, Ronald Jones. Yeah, I mean, my only concern with him because of, uh, I remember seeing some of his issues as far as with handling the ball, but yeah. I think he can turn that well, around. Well, Eric Bieniemy in his ear. Eric Bieniemy and Greg Lewis is going to make sure that. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and I think with the pressure of when you have somebody like a Fournette on mm-hmm. your on your back, and I'm not taking away from Clyde either in yeah. that perspective. No, no, no. I think they'll be able to work that out. Um, when you look at it as far as a team perspective, and especially the way that all these trades and free agents, I would say the AFC West, and I'm going to go ahead and say the NFC West, probably have the best division that is, or the best schedule that is set up to prepare them for Super Bowl runs. Oh, yeah. Because they're going to be playing each other. They're going to be beating up each other like crazy. Because <laughs> let's, look, let's look at it from just the Chiefs' perspective. You already, you already got your... Big three that you already got to play with. Now you got to p- prepare for the defending champions in the in the Rams. You got to prepare for them. Then you got to play against a 49er defense. We don't know what the offense is going to look like because that's a, that's a big question mark for me Trey for, the, Lance, for yeah. the 49ers as far as with the quarterback. But you so you still got to face that defense. You still got to go up against a Rams team that's on um, both sides of the ball. You still got to uh, you still got to go against the Cardinals, which I think dealing with a Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is going to be a headache, I think, for them. But also, it depends on what they do on the secondary as well. That's a that's a huge question mark on both sides. Right. The Seahawks, I'm not really too concerned with. I think everybody, I think the Seahawks are, have, are in the pursuit of imperfection in the NFC West and the AFC West. You guys, from my opinion, I think they might only win two, three games. Yeah. But I just Especially, think, and don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if DK gets traded to the to like the Green Bay Packers. I would not be surprised at all. Great. Tyler Lockett, too. Looking for Tyler Lockett. Either one of those two receivers, I can see them going to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. But I think when it's all said and done, when it comes to schedule prep and everything, we still not even through the offseason what all that's going to look like. Right. You could, I mean, you're, as Chiefs fans, your biggest hope is that the Chiefs are there when it's all said and done. Right. But I strongly believe that whoever makes it there to the Super Bowl is coming out of the AFC West because yeah. they're, they're going to be beating each other up. But I think they are the best prep, and sometimes no. it comes down to the team that's the best prep to be able to get them there. Yeah, and, I, and like I said, this is a it's a big season for Patrick Mahomes. It's the because the, there's a lot of I see it on the national media, like the Bart Scotts and you know guys like that who <laughs> claim they make it seem like Patrick Mahomes was just a product of the system and he's just you know fool's gold. I, I personally think Bart Scott thinks he's fool's gold, and so yeah, so. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So I think Patrick Mahomes has a lot to prove this year. And and just a side note, just like just to just to make me feel a little bit safer for, for Chiefs fans to be uh, feel safe, is that uh, Daniel Sorensen signed with the Saints. So we are officially Daniel Sorensen. <laughs> good luck. Safe. Good luck with that, New Orleans. <laughs> ah, yeah. Good luck with that one, New Orleans. I'm gonna tell. You, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Put him as your starter. <laughs> but back, but but getting back to the Chiefs, though, I mean that gives uh, gives me a little security in that mindset. But also, it's like it gives you opportunities. I definitely look forward to seeing what that combination is going to look like with Reed, and also it's like with Thornhill. It's like, can we get that Thornhill that he was 
before he got hurt. I think I know I know the, the talk was him being a doghouse and all that other stuff. I think they'll be able to work it out. I think they'll be able to pull it off and pull it together. I think they'll get I think they'll get it right. Um, I mean, as far as what what I would want out of their off season, the, what I think the highest priorities is um, for me, it's a corner and an edge. Um, I mean, I would definitely like to see uh, Melvin Ingram back. I definitely want to see him back in the Chiefs uniform because he was a difference maker. And it was it was a nice compliment to go with Jones, but I think they need to address that. And also, you know, I think their linebackers are fine. They're, they're going. I mean, they added some more depth as far as like in the linebacker position, right. but that corner position is just so many different things. I mean, I'm going back and forth. Is that could could we get Gilmore for cheaper? Do we consider biting the bullet and taking uh, Gardner? Do we do we do that? I mean, I like what he was able to do with the combine. There's some things that I liked here and there. Mm-hmm. It, there's so many questions to be. There's so many questions to be asked, but you know, only time will tell. Yeah, we got it's definitely some real man. Uh, we got as far as receivers. We got Olaf. We got Wilson. You got uh, uh, Jameis Williams. That's who's going to be interesting. Jameis and Williams. See where he goes. Yeah, coming out that injury because if we if we can get him, that'll be beautiful. I take him. I've never. I, I don't recall having many problems with Bama receivers at least. Yeah, because you kind of look at you kind of look at the history of it. I mean, you got. I mean, before Rugs, you know that whole situation. You know, you got Julio, you got Calvin, and you got Julio. And Calvin then, Ridley was good before yeah, his situation. Ridley, but uh, obviously, their their latest one that went up there to the Eagles, uh, Devontae uh, Devontae Smith. Smith. I mean, I even, like what he was doing. Even up there. Jerry Judy, he just needs a quarterback. You're gonna see what Jerry yeah. Judy does. Yeah, you're you. gonna see it. I mean, you know, especially when they had the pieces up there. Mm. They, had, I mean, it's not like they had a bad receiving quarter. They just didn't have a quarterback. No, exactly. You have Sutton up there. You have as you Tim Patrick. They got Patrick, guys. Judy, and they've been working together with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, not sure if you guys saw the clips and everything. I said, this looks like a team that's going to form together. They look like they're ready to go. I think that defense is going to take a step back because of losing Vic Vangio, calling that defense, yeah. that might take a step back. Uh, I think people don't understand that. And then as far as the Chargers go, uh, I, I – I say this. I like Brandon Staley because he's aggressive. I like an aggressive coach. I don't yeah. like I don't like a coach that's scared, but you got to know when to, when when to punch and when to pull your punches. And and mm-hmm. I think a lot of times Staley, he didn't know when to pull his punch, and it cost him some games. Yeah, it I did. Think, it cost I, him some games. I think it ultimately cost him the playoffs. I mean, yeah, if you can have your question marks of what they were going to do, what they were not going to do, and all the hypotheticals and say ties suck or whatever, but. When I, I honestly feel that the Raiders were going to just give that, but I, I understand from the Raiders' perspective, as far as for a matchup, say who did you want to play? And, hey, they went for it. They saw the opportunity. They seized the moment. They got it. It wasn't the result they won in the first round. Right. But I would say that they showed that they belong. And kudos to them. Yeah, and, and that's the thing uh, with this division. And then the Raiders. You know, you don't know what you're going to get with Josh McDaniels. He, he had a stint with the Broncos. Has he changed? Has he learned from his first, you know, experience that he can't, you, you can't come in, you know how New England coaches are, except for probably uh, Flores. You know, you can't go in there thinking you're Belichick. You can't run the New England system somewhere else. You could take parts of it, but you got to be your own man. You can't, you're not Belichick. So you can't come in there all stern and, and, and being an a-hole to the players. Only Belichick can do that because he's proven. He's a proven commodity. So he could do that. 
<laughs> and people are going to listen. But it's going to be interesting because at the end of the day, now keep telling people this. We still have the best coach quarterback combination in the division. Probably in the conference, but definitely the division. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are still the best coach quarterback. And I'm going to bank my head on that. We still have the best coaching staff. Then you add in Matt Nagy. Say what you want about Matt Nagy, but Matt Nagy took Mitchell Trubisky and they went to the playoffs. Yeah. Let's just keep it real. He took Mitchell Trubisky and he went to the playoffs. And even with Nick Foles, they went to the playoffs. And and we got a playoff win. Mm-hmm. So Matt Nagy, and one thing I did like when Matt Nagy was here, when he took over play calling, he had Alex Smith, so he had to get creative. One thing Matt Nagy's going to bring to the Chiefs is that creativity. And now he gets to work with Pat because he's the QB coach. So him and Pat are going to be working close. So I like the Matt Nagy hire. He knows the system. He knows what's going on. He's not some new guy. He went away, got to, you know, do his head coaching thing. Now he's back. And I... Even so, it could be a reboot for him. I mean, it happens. Yeah, and it so ha- it happens to the best of them. So, I, and I think this is a work towards him. You know, I think hopefully, you know, teams get wise and hire air be enemy as a coach. I don't know what is going on with that, but I think he's working his way next year to be the OC, and then maybe from what I'm hearing is maybe he might be the one is running to take over when when Andy because Andy ain't getting no young. I think Andy may have two three more years in. He's 65. 65. Yeah, he, he may have like what two, three more years before he calls it quits. So, and I think if and, and I think don't be surprised if we win one more Super Bowl, that would be his last year. I wouldn't be surprised. So, like I said, we're fine, Chiefs Kingdom. We're gonna be okay. Look, <clears throat> we might have to take a step forward, step back to take three steps forward. Because in the division, we're, we're 10 steps ahead. We're getting younger. We're going to get more pieces. And, and, and we're going to develop younger guys. While Look at the Raiders. They're banking on an old Chandler Jones. Yes, Chandler Jones is a good pass rusher. But his numbers last year were very inflated. He had one great game against a backup offensive lineman. And he got like four sacks, five sacks in one game. And then he had like 10 and a half, 12 and a half sacks. To me, that's overrated. Mm. <laughs> Randy Gregory, he's he's good, but he ain't no great pass rusher. Um, Khalil Mack, we don't know what we're getting from Khalil Mack. We don't know if Khalil Mack's going to have that resurgence or if he's long in the tooth and past his prime. We don't know what these players, they're banking on older guys because they are in win-now mode. Not to say we're not, but we're in win now in the future mode. <laughs> we want to keep this thing going because we still got a young quarterback. Sometimes sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I mean, I hate to use a comparison of like other sports, but look at the Lakers. They hired, they went old and look what it happened. Right. <laughs> and then think about this, y'all. Next year, they're going to have to pay Justin Herbert. Yeah. They got to pay him. And I'm sure he's looking over at Deshaun Watson and seeing getting $230 million Guaranteed, he probably won three. You know, you don't know how much Russell, how much time Russell Wilson got. He might got two years in him. He 
saying that he want to play longer, but you know, <laughs> father, father time don't work the same with everybody. Obviously, I mean, I don't know. Tom Brady fountain, is the anomaly. I don't know what fountain Tom Brady drinking from, but <laughs> I mean, whatever he has. <laughs> Tom Brady is the anomaly. That TV 12, I don't know what's in it, but it's working. We don't know how much longer Russell got. That's my point. We don't know. Russell could hit the cliff this year. <laughs> I, would, I would say the only one where it was kind of like where I felt like, dang, it really hit him was probably like Peyton Manning toward his last years. Yeah. That's probably like one of the only ones that could really. And, even, and Big Ben, you could throw it in that yeah. in that in there Big as Ben well too. too. He could. They couldn't throw the football down the field. Mm-hmm. And and so teams didn't respect him. So all I'm saying is is that this division is still wide open, man. Yes, they made the splash moves, and everybody likes to see the splash. I got people coming up to my job every. Oh, you you go, you y'all gonna be okay? You are gonna be good? Y'all gonna you gonna be fourth in the division? And all I tell them is, y'all better win this year, because if y'all let Patrick Mahomes win this division this year, I don't want to hear nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear nothing from no Charger fans, no Raider fans, or no Bronco fans, because this was your time to step up. And take over the division. This was your time. And if you let Patrick Mahomes with a Tyreek less <laughs> Tyreek Hillless team. <laughs> I would say that especially for any team that gives up first round picks, because giving up first round picks is like giving up gold. You can't mm-hmm. make that mistake. Yeah. I mean, the Rams, you know, that's their model and stuff like that. It worked it worked out for them. Yeah, but that's their but, that's it, them. but it don't mean it'll work for everybody else. It it don't mean that one. And truth be told, if you actually really want to look at at the tail of the tape, I mean, you can kind we can kind of get into the question marks as far as like how the way the game was called, but remember the Bengals were actually controlling that game. They were. But I, I well I would say this. I would say if OBJ didn't get hurt, they would have got blown out. Yeah. If OBJ didn't get hurt, Bengals would have got blown out. We can talk about the hypothetical. That second, that second yeah. half, it would have ended. Especially with that defense stepping up the way it stepped up, it would have got disgusting. Yeah, but even so, I know we won't hear anything else from Eli Apple for a while, though. That bum. <laughs> bum. The only thing good came from him is his uncle, and that's it. His <laughs> uncle is funny. That's it. Other than that, you trash. <laughs> trash. That's what he is. He garbage can. Trash. You might as well just put... A trash can out there, put an apple on it, and <laughs> same difference. And he out there talking all that trash. Man, you ain't do nothing. Get smoked, get cooked. <laughs> Tired of him, man. He always talking trash. Everywhere he go, he talk trash. Man, you suck. You one of the worst corners in the league. Man, yeah, he is. I'd be mad as hell to Kansas City Chiefs talking about they signed Eli Apple to a one year deal. <laughs> Put him on special teams. That's it. Not even that. He'd be the long snapper. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But yeah, we, we we're good. I still believe in this team. We still got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. This... Still got Andy Reid, Eric Enemy. We still got the pieces. There's no need to hit the panic button. Like I said, we good. They, they got they got receivers attacked. They got the most important position, the quarterback yeah. attack. Like they'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, you got. I mean, I would say you got questions on defense, but not as big as some of the other teams that I've seen. I mean, I, I'd rather not have a receiver issue like as far as what you seen in Green Bay. I'd rather not have the unknown as far as with the quarterback issue with the 49ers. I don't know what the. I'd rather. I definitely 
We're definitely not in no situation with Seattle where they're blowing the whole experiment up and doing. I don't I, even know. I would want want the Brown situation with right. Deshaun Watson. Then you got the, the Baker Mayfield situation. Whether you want to release him, I, I saw a report where they're willing to keep him and let him play when Deshaun Watson gets suspended. Like that's really gonna work out. That's gonna be so disgruntled and, and, and that's crazy. Like, that's disrespectful in so, <laughs> yeah. many, in so many ways. So you're gonna make Baker Mayfield your backup quarterback? You think he's gonna want to play? No, no. He wants to be traded or release me. Let me go somewhere else. Hey, I'll go to Seattle. He might be in a Seattle uniform. That's what I said. Let yeah. me go to Seattle. And look, I'm not the biggest Baker Mayfield fan, but he he's better than getting better than Drew Lock. Mm-hmm. At least at least at least Baker went to the playoffs. When he's healthy, he's serviceable. He's good. He's cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying he's a scrub. He's not a scrub. It's just that everything has to be perfect mm-hmm. around Baker man. He had a, he had a good offensive line. You got to have a good running game. You gotta have some decent receivers. I ain't ruling out nothing with him. He could be a jet for all I care. I have no idea what mm-hmm. that that whole situation up there. Cleveland is a mess. It is a mess. And then, like I said, the the Sean Watson situation. I mean, he just he had to stand in front of a, a, a another uh, grand jury. They now now they they uh, d- declined them uh, indicting him for sexual misconduct. But even that's crazy. 22, he's got 22 pending cases. That's a lot. 22 pending cases. And look, I wish the best for Deshaun Watson. He, he's claiming his innocence, but that's a lot of cases, bro. If if one of, if two of them find him guilty, it's going to be a stain on him. It's already a stain on him right now. So, that Cleveland situation, man, I wouldn't want that. I'm glad our quarterback ain't got those type of problems. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, man, Chiefs Kingdom, buck up, keep your head up. We're going to be all right. And that's our time for today, man. Thank you for rocking with us, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Um, if you are a new listener, man, Go ahead and subscribe to us on any streaming podcast outlet, which would be Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple, uh, uh, um, Stitcher, Breaker, wherever you listen to your uh, podcast at, uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button, and on YouTube. We're also on YouTube, too. Hit the notification button, hit the subscribe button. If you want to follow us, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook and on TikTok. Uh, Arrowhead Chief Podcast. Just type it in. Follow us. We'll follow you back. We ain't, we ain't Hollywood over here. We'll follow you. And if you want to follow me, uh, Chris Style, C R I S underscore Style 702 on Twitter. And that's just 70282 on Instagram. You want to plug anything, Mark? Uh yeah, go ahead and follow me. It's like on all the platforms like Instagram, Twitter, pretty much DJ at Mark DJ A N T M A R K S. Feel free to phone. It's like, it's like I'll definitely respond back. It's like got some interesting things. You might laugh at you, say a couple things or whatever. But you know, make sure you show the podcast some love and everything. Throw out some comments, and we look to hear from you. Yeah, man. And uh, hope y'all have a good rest of your weekend. Um. Things are still getting, you know, we still making moves and hopefully the Chiefs continue to make the big moves that we need to do to make the Kansas City Chiefs a better team. So 
Hope y'all have a good weekend, and we are gone.